It's Women on Wednesday on The Dana Barrett Show. It is Women on Wednesday, and it is an interesting day uh, to talk all things healthcare because suddenly that has become the national conversation all over again. And because The Dana Barrett Show is so on top of things, we we knew this was going to happen and scheduled Dr. Vonda Wright to be on with us again. She's an orthopedic surgeon and a brilliant woman. And by the way, now officially, I guess, a regular contributor because this is not your first rodeo with the Dana Barrett Show. It isn't, but I'm so proud to be in your fold. Yes, you yeah. are in the fold now. That's mm-hmm. it. We we once we claim you, that's it. That's it's it. It's very hard to leave. We <laughs> don't let you leave. That. Yes. <laughs> um, so listen, thank you uh, for being mm-hmm. with us. And, um, it, you know, healthcare again, has bubbled up. To the national conversation. It is always going to bubble up. It's like the center of gravity for us. I mean, we can look away a little bit, but we always come back. We always come home. Well, and unfortunately, we come home either because there's some politics we need to talk about Mm -hmm. or because something hurts. We're sick. Right. Right. And we're like, oh, that doesn't feel good. I need to go see someone about that thing. Um, And so, you know, before we get into some of the actual kind of health-related stuff Mm -hmm. that I wanted to talk to you about, let's talk about sort of... Um, you know, changing the health of the country. Let's do that. Yeah. yeah. And and where is the power? Is it the politicians that have the power? Is it the medical community? Is it the insurance companies? What do you think? So, you know what? Uh, there are a lot of factors. And if there weren't a lot of factors, it would be easy. And it's not. But, you know, our health care is marketplace driven. It's policy driven. But at the end of the day, when you look at who makes the health care decisions, that will drive policy. Okay. By who we elect. That will drive commerce by what we buy. Yes. And where does all that power lie? Okay, I'm just going to take a guess. Can I, can I please take a guess? Name that answer. I was going to say women. The women. Da, da, da. Da, da, da. Right. <laughs> women make 80% of all the healthcare decisions in this country. We also buy 90% of all consumer goods. We own 91% of all the bank accounts. I mean, any look at Cadillac. Oh, I was probably not name names, but they love women, right? Because... Cadillac, uh, I need a sponsor, so give me a call. How about Cadillac sponsoring the Dana Barrett Show? <laughs> See, we're getting a twofer here. Yeah, but all I'm saying is that if you look at who controls the money, whether we earn it, inherit it, or acquire it, it's the women. And also to your, I think, you know, a point that you're not even making, but you're making, which is even if it's if we're in a family unit with a man or men, a husband, a father, son, whatever, you. we're still the ones that are, you know, writing the checks and making the decisions. My husband and I have raised a household of men, five men and two girls. And the only reason those men go to the doctor is when I make the appointment or they can't play golf. Right. So if we change the health of a woman, she will change the health of everybody she touches, yeah. man, woman, child, yeah. niece, nephew, coworker. You're changing the health of this country by talking about it, bringing, giving people like me an opportunity to talk about who controls it. Because, you know, we, talk, we started talking about, you know, health always resurfaces, and I believe health should always resurface, but not as disease care, mm. not when we're just sick. But why aren't we thinking about health as well-being? Yeah. How do we feel today? How do the decisions I'm making about... You know, I just came from uh, a team we're going to take care of, and that team is supplying their players with shelves full of candy. Oh, that's I know. Great. It's like a great reward, but that's doing nothing for their health. So the decisions about health 
And why it resurfaces is because every decision is actually about our health and well-being. Yeah, absolutely. Dr. Vonda Wright hanging out with us, orthopedic surgeon and one of my new faves. Just going to say, because <laughs> she just got me a sponsor. Thank you, Cadillac. <laughs> I appreciated that call. Um, listen, so that's a really good point, I think. And I think we all know that. Like, we've been hearing about preventative care for mm-hmm. years and years and years. But for some reason... And it may be all of the things you already talked about. Mm -hmm. It's a little complicated, right? Mm -hmm. Is it policy? You know, whatever it is. But we're not on board, really. We say we are. Yeah, we know we want it, but we're not willing to work for it. So, you know, here's a I had a woman that I got to talk to yesterday that I think represents a lot of us. She's a busy executive. She takes care of a family. But she came into me because uh, she's in the middle of menopause and she hurts everywhere. And that's what happens to women as we go through that change. Right. And so. um we didn't talk about our muscular skeletal pain. We talked about the five pillars of health, no toxins. We've got to move more. We've got to eliminate sugar from our lives. Uh, we need social groups. We need other women like you. Yeah. You know, and right. then and then we need sleep and recovery. And so and so that all that helps all you from hurting that, musculoskeletal. So that's, I can't say that. That's the talk about health that we're having. Right. 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 It's whole health. It's It's the well-being of this country. And so why don't we have it instantaneously? It's because everything else is more important than us, but it's not. Well, and also I think, you know, then you get to who pays, right? And if you're in an upper socioeconomic rung, then Mm -hmm. you're like, I can afford to pay extra on the side to have a health coach or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, to go to a chiropractor or whatever other additional things you're going to add by supplements, whatever you're going to add to your your personal care. Right. But if you're not, if you don't have time or money. Well, let's talk about that. That's so important to me because there, in every city I've ever lived in, there, there are food deserts. Meaning, yes. you know, the only food you get is at a bodega right. on the corner. Right. And so, you know, let's be honest, there's places like that in Atlanta. And so that's where when we're planning communities, which I see all the time in the various business publications around here. Yep. And we have to build in opportunities for health, which means let's build some stores and some sidewalks and plan health for a community because it doesn't happen by accident. It has to be conscientious. Yeah. And I know like now that made me think about vending machines because, (sighs) you know, um, as somebody who has worked basically my entire adult life and in many cases I would get stuck at work and be starving. Starving. And the only thing available, I mean, I could order out for a fortune or I can just go to the vending machine. It'll make tide you over. Yeah. Right. And so even that at that very granular level or, you know, a new team that we just acquired they're all young kids. We're taking them to the grocery store because I don't know that they know how to be healthy. Yeah. The same candy people I just talked about. We're Aww. just going to te- we're just going to instruct them. Yeah. This, not that. Yeah. This, not that. And maybe our whole population needs that. Well, let's since you brought up sports uh, mm. a couple times. I know. That in there. I am a sports doc. Uh, Dr. Vonda. Um, let's talk about youth and sports right now okay. because we got a lot of kids that are playing sports. We mm-hmm. always have, mm-hmm. um, and they're getting out there and they're, you know, on their teams and they're doing all those things, but are they doing anything to prevent injury? Mm-hmm. You know, or do parents even know how to teach their kids to be healthy overall, as opposed to whatever they're just getting from the team? I want to say yes to that question. What I observe in the population is no. And so here's what we're seeing, right? There's a lot of, there's a lot of pressure, uh, both not politically into the terms of the president, but politically, like, let's 
develop athletes. Yes. And financially, it's a billion dollar industry to play kids. Yeah, maybe it's round. more like socially and social, not politically. There right. You go. Socially and financially. So I get the pressure. I have a lot of kids and they all played sports. It's hard. But playing kids year round without a break, specializing early, meaning by seven we expect them to know they want to be a baseball player instead of playing everything. Yeah. What we're doing is destroying our, our children's um Sometimes they're bodies, right? They, yeah. they get very adult injuries at a very young age. But sports are supposed to be fun yeah. for kids. And so what we know is that 70% of kids stop playing organized sports by the time they're 11 because they're done. So too I much feel, pressure. Too much pressure. Mm-hmm. So I feel like as parents and society and financially, we've got to come to a better way. The doctors are saying it, not year-round. Not all the time. You know, I know that we're really just talking about kids and sports, but I'm not going to lie. I feel like whatever's happening in American culture right now on the whole has pretty much sucked the fun out of everything. I'm we're, sorry. We're but so where did serious, the fun go? Aren't we? Like the fun is gone. Like the only time we're like allowed to have fun, and this is a health problem too, right? Because mm-hmm. the only time we're allowed to have fun is when we're drinking. Oh, and that's a problem. Right. right. That's not right. really that's a solution. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like we're allowed to go out and drink. Uh, or overeat. Like we can yeah. go to restaurants and yeah. overeat and drink, and that can be fun it's for fun. us. But the rest of the time, forget the fun. Well, I I no heard fun. I heard recently that it's the truth though. Almost every joke offends somebody, and so I don't even really know how to. You're right. How no, can we true. laugh and without hurting somebody else? But it's true. Maybe we just need to be less serious about every single thing. I think we do. Yeah. I think we. I think we do. I think we just solved the problem. Laughter is medicine. So I you're doing that, a good job for. I people. wish we. Well, I laugh a lot. I don't know how healthy I am, but I do laugh a lot. Yeah. I don't know if we've. I mean, listen, we're just scratching the surface, obviously, mm-hmm. because there's so much um, to talk about. But that's what happens on radio with a 10 minute segment. Know you know. Fast. Um, I know. Well, that all that means, Doctor Vonda, is we're just going to have to keep having you back. I really will be a regular. Then. Yeah. I mean, we're okay. just going to have to keep having you back. That's that's the end of that. But uh, anyway, listen, we do really appreciate your insight, uh, mm-hmm. and, and we're going to post links to all things Dr. Vonda on our show notes page. Really, really great to have you here again, Dr. Vonda, right? Orthopedic surgeon. She does a whole bunch of other stuff too, but we'll put that all on our website for you. 